0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil and
1: Adam. <laughs> I just thought I would keep you in suspense there for a moment, Phil.
0: I, I figured you was that you were intentionally holding <laughs> out me. Did you?
1: Oh, shoot! I gave it away. I thought maybe you were. You know, you were living in fear that the internet connection had gone bad and that all of our efforts would go awry
0: yeah i think there. you know like that's probably you know on my sp- spectrum of fear right now it's probably at the low end of <laughs> all right you know that's
1: fair we are you know like still in one of the most tense periods in american history global history really so yes yes if my internet is lagging it probably isn't causing you too much distress
0: it's isn't it's not relatively speaking real relative to to what we got going on but we are we're glad to be back with you all so i want to say thank you to everyone who's checking us out who's listening and watching yes. um we again we want to remind you to listen you can subscribe comment share like and follow you can Find us at W S R T W P A. That's our title. I'm sorry. just—it's
1: it just, so many random letters. It still tickles me to You gotta follow us at this string of forty-three letters.
0: <laughs> of forty-three, you're okay. exaggerating. Wait, I no, want no, I'm counting I, out. One, we got two,
1: three, four, five, six. It's only seven, seven letters. You're right. We, seven. We, yeah. It's like a fo- it's like memorizing a phone number.
0: Right. Four and then three. Yeah, yeah. Wasserpah. W'surpah.
1: <laughs> oh, but don't forget the little wuh there. between Oh yeah. Wassurpah W. How you say it? I am just thinking phonetically here. I think it's okay. gonna be Was-
0: wassirt wah. There we go. There
1: we go. There we go. That just rolls off the tongue. How can it anyone does. forget that?
0: It does. Just remember there are W's at the beginning of each one of those clusters. But anyway.
1: <laughs> clusters of consonants, yes. Yes.
0: You can find us at, on Facebook using that, Instagram, and on YouTube you can search us using the title. Um, we do have. But we
1: actually said the real title of this podcast?
0: Yeah, we should have recorded Oh, that's that. right. With yeah, Christine you did. <laughs> that,
1: that was the whole shtick I did at the beginning where I waited forever before I said my yes. name. Okay, never mind. Yes. I'm done.
0: Okay. We have <laughs> one listener comment that we want to mention before we get into our interview today. Um, we This is from Micah, and uh, they say, just listen to episode seven today. I love the podcast and look forward to the next episode. And they... Thank they commented. You, Micah. Yeah, oh. they, they commented on um on Jeanette's um the clip I posted about um with Jeanette sharing how musicians have this innate skill for leadership. So thank you, really. Uh, keep commenting, and remember, you can also leave us voice comments. So I will
1: also add my friend Julie texted me and said guess what i just listened to your podcast for the first time yesterday uh-huh. i'm three episodes in fun two exclamation points first of all she is the kind of person who is so fastidious about her writing even in text message form that uh-huh. if we are getting two exclamation points oh, we, i'm julie we're honored and secondly I think this is proof that we're good for binge listening because she listened to three episodes yesterday alone.
0: Wow, yeah. Just couldn't stop. I mean,
1: <laughs> it's easy to get addicted to your voice, Phil. Oh,
0: wow. I don't know about that. But I. Do. I But I, today, though, we want to... I, I really am enjoying like what we're doing and having our friends on. We've had our... our, our Jeanette is... Um, uh, you longtime a long time friend She was my mm-hmm. friend, I met her And today we're having another Friend on, my long time friend You met her I think during the wedding, I think, maybe
1: Yes mm-hmm.
0: And we met during the wedding Asia Wiggins is with us Welcome Asia
1: Hey Asia Hi guys, good to be here Thanks for having me, it's an honor Well we're really excited I, I am really excited about this conversation um for reasons that will become obvious i think in just a few moments oh
0: wow cool so i want to before we before we talk more about asia i just want to tell us tell you all a little bit about her asia is very proud of the place she can't she's she's lived in and so I, I want to start off with accentuating that so she graduated from terry high and terry high school in 2007 she also completed her bachelor's in forensic science with uh, an emphasis in chemistry and biochemistry uh, with a minor in psychology from the University of Southern Mississippi, Hattiesburg. That's where I met Asia.
1: Asia, you were so smart.
0: She is very smart. (laughs) She is very smart. She has a master's degree in biological sciences from Mississippi College, right? Yes. That's right. So... So really glad though she did that. I, she has a little bit of bio. I won't read it all, but I'll, I'll try to hit some of the highlights. Um, during her during her undergrad years, uh, Asia set her dreams on becoming a medical doctor, and she worked full time and she did multiple jobs. She vo- also volunteered at the uh, Shepherd Center, Red Cross, and Merit Health Wesley. Um, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. In 2014, she moved back to Jackson and worked full-time at the University of Mississippi Medical Center as a physician, physician scheduler in the psych- psychiatric department for three years. And I know she has some stories she could probably share with us about that. Can, uh, Asia continued working full-time as, she direct, as a direct care provider and completed her healthcare care degree program and summer MCAT pre-course at the University of Mississippi Medical Center in 2019. After finishing the prep course, Asia saw an ad um, for an editorial assistant position at the Jackson Free Press and decided to spread her creative wings, learning new skills and mastering her neglected craft of writing. Mm. Now, as an executive assistant for the Mississippi Free Press, Asia uses her experiences as a perpetual student, intellectual, (laughs) hard worker, creative And relationship builder to unite Jacksonians and Mississippians through storytelling by shedding light on what's happening on the ground with everyday citizens. Asia is a proud advocate for her black community as well as all other marginalized cultural groups. Who need their voices to be heard and will continue to work to forge needed relationships through activism and community engagement. Asia is passionate about maintaining her relationship with God, family, friends, and reading, writing, singing, dancing, and is proud and is a proud foodie and dog lover. Her dog's name is Chloe. So again, welcome, Asia. Hey Asia.
2: Hi. It's so weird hearing your bio read, like (laughs) 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> asia, you're such an amazing person though how did we get so lucky to know you oh i don't know i guess serendipity
0: i mean it really serendipity yeah because <laughs> yeah. i mean i will i will tell you so asia so the how me and asia met i was sitting at a cafeteria table <laughs> yes <laughs> at at southern Mississippi by myself because I I mean I don't know what was wrong with me I mean I guess I'm still kind of an introvert extrovert whatever weird person (laughs) but I was sitting at that table by myself I think I was eating fried chicken or maybe Asia was eating fried chicken I don't remember but she (laughs) comes it sits with me and we I think the first conversation we had about the is the difference between dark and light meat like (laughs) <laughs> she, she, she we—that was our first conversation, and we've been friends ever since. That was that was in two thousand and seven, and so we're going on like twelve years of friendship. And I'm so thankful to have you as a friend and have you with us.
2: The part of the story I want you to tell is how I literally told Phil that they that he's he we're friends now. Like we going to be you friends, did.
0: and that's it. And he was like, "Okay, yeah, that, that was I it. mean, yeah, it was I like that." that. It's yeah, but like that's what I'm saying. Like Asia, Asia came. She became my friend. And like she came to me. And she adopted you. Me. Yes, yes. She, she
1: yes. No, that's a lesson right there. That's a yeah. lesson on friendship. Like identify yeah. the person you want to be friends with and make it happen. Make it and happen. Make it happen.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but that wasn't the first time I saw Philip though. So I think the first time we saw each other was at the. What they had like the, the, the preview week for the freshman or
0: whatever, maybe so. Him,
2: like we kind of talked at one of those events or something. So when I saw him again in a cafeteria, mm. I was like we're gonna be
0: friends. And we, we we also knew each other from the gospel choir that um that we that we were participating in together. So there, I mean, there was some other connection, but that heard. but that day though, that day we had like our first real conversation, um, and. And so today we we brought we've kind of brought you in for an article that you wrote. Um but before we get specifically into the article, I wanted to kind of I know that you are a writer. You you wrote you write poems. Um and you were and while we were at Southern Miss, you participated in a, a poetry club and were friends with some, some prolific poets. So the first thing I want to ask you about is like what what was your early inspirations for writing?
2: Wow, man, I don't, my earliest inspirations, I don't really know because I mean, even when I was in, I remember in, uh, I want to say kindergarten, you know, we would, you know, I, a lot of our my um, classmates were just learning their colors and stuff like that. And I remember it being this big deal because I wrote like this full sentence about eating pizza or eating pizza in the cafeteria being my favorite thing or something like that. Uh-huh. And it was like, you know, you need to go show this. Like she made walk around to the to the principal's office and like show everybody what I wrote and everything. And, you know, so I don't really know. I think maybe reading probably inspired me to write. Yeah, because I've been writing since I was five, literally even just sentences. But I, as far as I can remember, like really starting to write poetry. Um And uh, I was probably inspired a lot in high school by my, well, by, in middle school, by my, uh, I think she was my eighth grade English teacher, Miss Scott, um, just because she had just really paid attention to my writing and she would make me like recite my poetry out loud in class. And, you know, she really made me feel like I was before my time then. And then I would say in high school, I had another English teacher, my AP English teacher, Miss Savo, who, you know, I feel like really pushed me to the envelope of writing because she would make us, all of our AP tests every Friday where um, she would give us a prompt And we had an hour to write, so there we know you had an hour to write a draft and write, and that was a test, you know. So we did that every week, and so she she really you know taught us how to just you know come up with something good on the spot, and she would make us read the best ones, and I sometimes have to be I would be the one that would win and have to you know read out loud what I wrote, um, and so yeah, I would say maybe just reading. I read a lot when I was little. I was reading books before I went to before I went to grade school, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's probably. I don't know exactly what I don't know exactly what books I was reading that small <laughs> but I know I really, you know uh so I would never say that's probably my biggest inspiration to, to
0: really start writing because mm-hmm. you know reading yeah that's great I mean well so let's let's kind of like fast forward a little bit like you I mean like I said like I just read in your bio you you finished your bachelor's degree you finished your master's degree and after that, you decided to apply to work for this. Um, to work for, I think you. I think you both. You work at the Jackson and the Mississippi. Are they the same thing or are they different? Yeah. Well, the they
2: are different. Well, I, w- I came in the door in September with Jackson Free Press as an editorial assistant, part time. Mm-hmm. I was working like you know 20 hours a week, but then I got promoted to executive assistant at Jackson Free Press and Mississippi Free Mississippi Free Press is a non-profit women-led organization um so it's a complete different entity from jackson free press it is owned is the co-founder is Donna a Donna lot who also owns jackson free press but it's a completely separate entity um so yeah i work I'm, i work part-time for jackson free press and part-time for the city free press mm-hmm. as the executive assistant
0: so like what was that what was that thinking you know to say i'm gonna apply for what was behind your thinking to say i'm apply for this job in
2: Man, at that point, Philip, I was I just remember telling my friend, like I and, and I'm not trying to um be was be arrogant thing like that, but my, my I got to a conclusion myself, like I am way too brilliant to be broke and struggling. Like I have got <laughs> nice. to figure out <laughs> where I fit in. You know, of course there was some yeah. curse words in there that I'm not gonna say it on y'all podcast. <laughs> But I'm just saying. But I, I mean, but I, at that point in September, like I was just so hungry for just trying, you know, for just trying to make my allow my gifts to make room for me. So I, you mm-hmm. know, I really prayed a lot, and I've always it's always been my prayer that God, you know, help me to first of all help me to see His will and to only desire His will. You know, so I, you know, but I want I want to. I've been doing this whole thing trying to get to med school. That was my big dream. Become a psychiatrist, and I've been on this this track for years and. You know I'm just I'm struggling financially you know so I was knocking on every door I was trying to be a mm. adjunct professor in Texas I feel that I did a whole um what they call it your teaching thesis or whatever you have to write out um like how you're going to your styles and teaching all that I did I did the rough draft for that I felt I was filling out applications I'm um, you know doing personal care and taking a summer program and you know really just getting out of grad school, I just felt so creatively starved, you know? So I just ended up seeing a, a, um, the, the ad on my friend, Joshua Quinn page on Facebook, that the Jackson Press was hiring for editorial assistant. And I was like, man, if I could just, you know, I really would, honestly, I wouldn't expect them to get the job. I shared the post for other people to see. And when I shared <laughs> it on my page, um, one of the ladies that I, actually she's one of my grandmother's best friends, and she's the one that got me into the home health um, business I was a personal care um sorry my dog is distracting me. She's making so much
0: noise. I was a I was
2: a personal care um assistant for her, um, which is one of the jobs I was working before I started with Jackson Press. And she got on my page and she was like, Asia, that job is yours. You need to apply, because you need mm. the right. And she mm. tells me all the time, you need the right. She every time when I work for her, she's like, You need the right, you need the right. You know, she's like, I see Tony Morrison in you, I see mm. the the possibilities in you, you need to do it. I was like, ah, it convicted me. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna apply. I did it. Mm-hmm. I let her know when I did it. And when I applied, I just sent down an email and I just poured my heart out to her. I was like, you know, I'm basically a scientist. I've been in this field for years. This is, about, this is what I've been trying to do, but I'm a creative at heart. I've always been a singer. I've always been a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just want to see if I can, you know, first of all, learn some things from you, just kind of sit in there, and create a space. And just kind of let those wings, like I said, just kind of flow my wings again. See what it feels Mm. like to be creative and create something. I just felt so stopped up. Mm. And I told her that. And she loved it. She was like, you know, just the fact that I came to her willing to learn. Like, I even threw in there like, I don't even care if if I don't get applied for the position. Can I just come to the office and sit around you and have a conversation Mm, with you and just be in the atmosphere. And she was Mm. like, you know, she couldn't say no to that. So here I am. Like, it's been crazy. I would have never, I would have never imagined that I would be doing this type of work or um, work for Jackson Free Press that never, ever crossed my mind uh, or or any, any thought of being a journalist or, or just the different fields in journalism and graphic design. Like, it's just opened so many doors of opportunity for me just being in this space. So it's been a tremendous blessing.
0: Well, yeah, I think, you know, I mean, there are so many, you, there are so many things that you're saying there, like the, the whole idea of just taking what you have and, you know, letting it make room for you, like you said, I mean, Mm, and just exploring that and digging into that and, and just seeing what comes, you know, like you can't, if, if you never ask, like you, you won't know if they say no or yes or no. And I, and I think as, as, I mean, me and Adam, we're both, we're both musicians. And I think that that's taking risk is a part of, um, is a part of that, you know, of just being, of being a creative, you have, you take risk. Yeah.
1: I love that you identified that yearning in your heart, Asia, to create something. And I love even more that after you identified it, you went for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: a scary thing. Like I was so terrified. Mm And that's how I know that I knew it was the right thing to do, because after I fill out the application, my palms were all sweaty, like I couldn't stop thinking about it. It was just weird. Like it was just weird, (laughs) you know to completely change trajectories. Like I went from science to creative in a few weeks. And then I had just got to the point to where I had took, took that um, MCAT course and I was killing it. You know, because really, that was really my issue with going to med school. I, I, could, I had to get over my fear of passing the MCAT. I had took it three times already. I was never really mentally prepared for it. I, I really didn't expect to pass or think that I was smarter to get into med school. And I broke that wall down. God showed me that I was intelligent enough to get in med school mm-hmm. and then he completely changed my path.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: You can do anything. That's right. Because I'm just
2: so grateful that he brought me to that point to show me that you can do this, but right. you can do this too. You know, That's I don't right. I don't want you to you've been stopping yourself, you know, thinking that you're not enough. And he showed me that I was enough and he completely changed my path, and so I'm just, I'm grateful. And it lets me know that if I want to go back, I have the confidence to go back. If I still want to get that degree or still go to med school, I know what it takes to get it, and I can do it. Yeah. You know, so, God is good, man. We don't, we don't get to how good he is. We'll be here all day.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amen. Got, yeah.
0: yeah, we, I mean, we can, I can get some, uh, get some music going. We can, we can talk about it. <laughs> do some straight. preaching. Do some preaching out here. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: well I think that we, we should Asia talk about this incredible piece you wrote called An Ode to Black Men um, when Phil shared it with me I was uh, so you, you know Asia like before you even joined us um, I was saying to Phil that like I'm going to sit back in this episode and just soak it all in because for those of us who are just listening to us, even they know that I am a boring white guy. <laughs>
2: not about it.
0: Wow. Yeah, not so I,
1: this, this piece that you wrote, I just feel like you let me as an outsider into a little piece of your experience.
2: Mm. Wow, man. Are yes.
1: I, I'm very serious. Yes. Mm. Um,
2: Man, that made me cry bad.
1: So I'm curious, um, you know, Phil and I are both musicians. Usually on this podcast, we're talking about musical topics. So why did you title it an ode to black men?
2: Well, I would say, you know, it's crazy. Like that was my, you know, cause how I wrote this piece, it's, you know, I would, I would have these just random thoughts of gratefulness Towards black men, and I would just have to get my recorder and just like say it. And the first, and the way I could differentiate, you know, my little weird sayings on my recorder was say, you know, what this is about, and then say my thought. And an ode to black man was just the first thing that I thought of. And I guess with me being a musician, me being a songstress, a vocalist, like maybe, you know, point out my heart would be a song, you know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, even in poetry, a song, you know. And I feel like a lot of it is poetic. A lot of it is, um, um, it's a lover song. You know, it's a, it's yeah. a, um, it's it's playing, paying homage. Is, you know, this. So I, I, just, I can't think. Of, I thought that was the best word to kind of express what I was trying to express with
1: the piece. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I think. I just, I, uh, I like, I don't, don't want to flatter you, Asia. To just, I'm just being genuine. I hate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I, <laughs> I don't, you, we need <laughs> your head to still fit through the door. Um, but I'm just being honest, you know, like, this world, and especially this country, mm. and especially this country at this time, mm. needs more recognition of people of color it needs more appreciation i and so like thank you for writing this ode i just want to say thank you i need, I want to acknowledge my own ignorance and express my own gratitude before we continue
2: thank you so much that means a lot man like
1: I, just the love i received um
2: from this so far has been overwhelming for me it's been a beautiful thing it's, it started some beautiful conversation with men in my life um so even if it doesn't you know reach the masses or whatever just to see that it sparked conversation in my immediate area and the people that i have relations mm-hmm. with has been yeah. oh my god I, it's just been such a vulnerable to me y'all like <laughs> like well, I, I opened my heart to the world and it's just been y'all have been filling it up ever since and i, I just can't be more grateful
0: mm. well, yeah so i mean let's you know let's get into it you start this article i'm going to read the first line it says the very first man I ever loved is a black man. Like and I know I know that man. He is a great man. Tell us about <laughs> tell us about that. Tell
2: us about that man. My daddy, y'all. My daddy. Oh, I mean he he is he is for me, the epitome, anyway, like I when I say in this piece, you know, my dad is, is a good shining example because my dad has always been a balanced person. He's always been masculine and feminine. He's always been hard mm-hmm. and, you know, soft. He's never, you know, he's always encouraged communication with us. Like, I I really couldn't have get, been given a better um, influence, a better um, example of how a man to love a woman should be. I don't think I could have thought of that. And my daddy, he's, he's that. And I said my dad is perfect, you know, but when it comes to Um, loving and um, representing that love and living that love every day, he does that. And I can't think anybody's ever met him to say otherwise, even if they don't like my daddy. Um, He's just one of those people that you just, you have to say, I mean, he's a good person. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. you might not like the way Tony does this, Tony does that, but you know, you can't, I'm sure everybody he's met, he's given to in some capacity and they remember him for for his service in some way. Mm
0: -hmm. And he
2: saw me the same.
0: Yeah. And you, I mean, and you say that be, like this, you know, if, um, if your dad, if you, the love that you and your dad shared, that is the root, then everything else in your life is the tree. I mean, and it, I, Adam texted me, uh, about the article and he, he said, send me the poem. And because it is so poetic, mm-hmm. I have been referring to it as a poem But it it is an art, yes, it's, yes, the, I mean, Asia, you, like, the the prose in it, like, it's, I can hear it singing, I can hear it singing.
1: The use of language, it's, it is very literary, I, so, you know, like, pause, listener, if you have not already read this article, this piece that we're talking about, this essay, or, this poem, whatever mm. you want to call it, if yeah. you have not read it already, please go to the show notes and click yes. on the link that we will include to it. You will not regret it.
2: Yes, yeah. and please tell me what you think. I mean, because, you know, it's not so much about being accepted. It's about starting conversation. Mm. You know, so, you know, and also, like I said, I'm a novice. Like, I am, you know, I, I'm just now trying to get my feet wet um, in writing and, you know, learn how to write. So I'm open to criticism, open to, you know, how,
1: people,
0: how it makes you feel and what you think about it. Hmm. I mean, but Asia, I would I wouldn't call you a novice. I mean, you've you've been out of practice, maybe, you know, because you were going to school. But I mean, when you when I read this, and I should say that this actual this uh, this particular article you didn't write for Jackson Free Press. You wrote for um, uh, what is the uh, I'm trying to remember. Black, Black no chaser. chaser. Yeah.
1: Black no chaser. Do you want to tell notation. us a little bit about that? Yeah,
2: Black One O Chaser is a uh, platform that is put together by um, some Black brilliance in in Jackson, um, in just the Mississippi area. I know the founder, C J Lawrence, Esquire, um, Tyson Jackson. Um, I can't think of everybody, but I know C uh, J Lawrence is the CEO, <clears throat> and it's basically just a platform that we control the narrative that we can talk about, you know, Black stories and um, <laughs> Black experiences unapologetically, you know. Um, a lot of us, we do have degrees and we are educated, but it's also a space where we want to get ratchet and cold switch. We have freedom to do so.
0: <laughs> right. Know?
2: Of course, nobody is, you know, people, I mean, of course it's open to all platforms, but it's, just, it's really just so we can have our own platform to um, control our own narrative and not have to, Where well, we, we have the freedom to edit and own our own content. And that's a big mm-hmm. thing in the black community or in the communities period where a lot, you know, everything is owned by, you know, a, a conglomerate. You know, you don't really have a lot of freedom to um, edit your content and, and really put out the content that you really want. that really comes from your heart unapologetically. So that's what this is about. And I'm just a freelance writer for them. Like, it's, you know, they give me opportunities to just put my voice out there and I, I'm grateful for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it really, it really, I think when as I was reading this article again, the The idea of controlling the narrative was what kept coming back to my mind. Yeah, we want to make sure that that you hear it, hear it from me. You know, don't just think, he, he, don't just think of, don't just think of me through the mouth of someone else, but hear it from me. Yes. I think to, to that I want to come, come to Jackson, because like I said, mm-hmm. you you're very proud of your city, and I mean it's the capital yeah. of Mississippi. We should say if you didn't know and it is your hometown like what the like what do you like what do you want to inspire in 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 your city in in the people of your city or what what narrative do you want to share about your city
2: well i'll answer that in two parts i would say what i what i want to inspire in my city between men and women um specifically black men and women um is just more honest conversation like it's just so much and it's not just you know of course in my community that's predominantly black and the community that i am a part of of course i you know we we know um the issues that are the racial issues that's happening the systemic oppression all that is happening against color you know communities of color but just men and women all together as a whole like there's just there's so much misunderstanding between us and Mm. Um, we just need more honest conversations. And like I said, especially in the black and brown community, we have so many factors that have us so traumatized and we're taking that trauma that has been brought to us collectively as man and black man and black woman. And then our own traumas that we have separately and we're fighting each other with it. Mm. And it's just, and we have to expose it. We have to talk about it, you know, and you know so for me i want to put i know there's so many negative things like i like i talk about in my piece you know i don't want to exclude that because it is something that has to be talked about and it is really happening um toxic masculinity um misogyny all the things are really happening in the black community and we need to talk about it but let's not um disregard how we got here and that's not you know just constantly pointing the finger at each other it's not going to solve the issue we are gonna have to sit down and have a conversation we gonna to have to Learn how to love one another again properly And so that's what I want to inspire us to do To inspire us to love one another properly And use Mm. our words Mm. You know to To heal heal ourselves As far as how I want to um, represent Jackson And I think I said this I wrote a piece I mean I read a love letter to Jackson as well That did um, Mm, For the Jackson Street Press I'll share a link with y'all So y'all can read that as well if you'd like um,
1: for sure, but I
2: said in that piece, you know that Jackson is the new mecca for uh, communities like Jackson all over the world. That's going to bring forth um, progress, progress, progression, and and hope and progress. Like I believe that Jackson is is people a lot of people's eyes are on Jackson, mm-hmm. and I don't think people realize that. there's a lot of things that's happening differently in Jackson, you know, in Mississippi as a whole. And I believe that it's going to be the starting point. The, where, where, where what I mean by starting point, I mean just that light on the hill. You know, people. people if, if Jackson can do it, Mississippi can do it, Then everybody can do it. Mm. And so, like I said, I'm one of my pieces. I before the before the people come, before the bandwagoners come. Remember that Asia said <laughs> that Jackson <laughs> is on and popping. That's ah. for progress in the United States, and that Jackson is going to produce not just brilliance, but black brilliance for the world to see.
1: Mm. So, tell us a little bit. I mean, for those for our listeners who, you know, whose idea of the South is not based in experience, it's based only in stereotypes and what they see on the news. Um, how what would you describe as Jackson's uh, biggest strengths and its biggest obstacles to overcome?
0: Ooh, yes. <laughs> okay, we'll
2: go through the <laughs> Uh
1: Yeah, you know, just like you know, a nothing <laughs> question. <laughs>
2: Man, biggest strengths? Oh, I would
1: say
2: I would say Jackson's biggest strength would be its history. It's um, mm-hmm. you know, of course, creativity—just the creativity that's that's been born and the movements that's been born out of Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, just the the labor and the the blood and the energy that's been put into Jackson. Um, there's no place like it in the world um even when it comes down to the art that we have and the um the history that we have i mean it's 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 unmatched other place like you're not gonna find it anywhere else so i would say that is something that we have to our strength and the fact that there's been so many different people here like it's a, a melting pot um jackson has a lot more diversity than people think mm-hmm. you know we have a whole hispanic community we're predominantly black community you know and there's still you know the predominantly black is still a large amount of white community here as well so mm-hmm. it's like it's really just this melting pot of uh, of good food, the music, and, and history. Um, yeah. So, as far as the negatives, man, we just have so much to do. Like, there's so many big problems happening right now. Even as we speak, you know, there's a lot of divisiveness amongst our city, you know, amongst the people, against the city council, against the mayor. It's like everybody's real divided on, you know, who's doing what and who should be doing what. And, um, well, we have so many issues we have a a water infrastructure issue we mm. have crime issues we have um just overall money issues <laughs> period mm. um so it's just a lot it's so much that needs to be done it's just kind of it gets overwhelming but i do believe that um we are capitalizing off the the the, the tension and the what's the word not necessarily the tension, but the momentum we have now with all the riots all over over, over the, the country, and yeah. um, it's, it's it's happening in Jackson as well, I and mean, it's it's getting more people in the city council meetings. It's getting more people to kind of open up and pay attention to what's happening, and people want to be a part of the solution. So I think it's it's definitely a period of you know I was worried a little bit last year, like I knew this moment would come. Like it's going to come a time where we either going to um, kind of lay down and let take over happen, you know, let gentrification continue, to take over our, our city and you know be run out of our city once again like we have been done before Mm. or we're going to let this momentum power us up to take back our city and really um you know build on top of what's been left vacant for so long you know to to see that empty empty slate as something we can build on as opposed to something we just leave behind and leave desolate so and i'm excited i feel like we're actually people are actually motivated to, to, to do that and a lot of good things happening in Jackson so I'm excited. I'm glad to be here at this time cuz there's a lot of things popping off. And I'm excited to be a part of, of the story, a part of the history. Yeah.
0: So we are like we're like um we're like 15 seconds from our 40 minute mark. I'll uh, just man. see what happens. Let's just see what happens oh, and if
1: I got a little notification that said that we were upgraded to yeah, limited really? time. Oh,
0: I didn't see that. I mean, I'm sorry to, to break the vibe. Okay. <laughs> 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 the keep,
1: I think you should keep this in the recording of the podcast, Phil. Okay. Talking about <laughs> Zoom. Because everybody right gracious. now has
2: Zoom issues. Speaking of
1: Zoom issues,
2: have y'all had any hackers yet? Or do y'all, mm-hmm. are y'all yeah. safe in closing the room off and stuff? Okay, good for y'all then. Yeah. Because real gets real ratchet with, wow. the, with the, the, the people hijacking your your stuff they, so they, that has they,
1: happened to you yes
2: it happened to me oh, on a wow. zoom call it was a Juneteenth virtual event which was an awesome event um but there were so many people in the room I don't think they actually was able to close it all fast enough mm, right. um and we it, we had some some interesting things happen for a little while um uh just a complete just in surge of penis pictures and race racist content like them calling us the n-word like it was real oh, distressing
0: oh, <laughs> yes. that's it was
2: funny to me but it was distressing <laughs> to a lot of people that were part of the call i'm nervous. i was like Man, this is crazy
0: yeah it's funny but well yeah i mean i think we i don't know maybe we're so small time you know that uh and nobody's they didn't plus give our link energy.
1: isn't really like out there yeah, yeah. in any kind oh, of, like, sort of public yeah. place yeah
0: yeah all right.
1: so let's keep our conversation going
0: yeah yeah let's do that the um you like you're very vulnerable in this piece mm-hmm. and like I the like my after I, I typed that I was I said how like how like because <laughs> <is it? laughs> because I, I mean I'll just say this quickly before I let you answer like me and Adam have talked about this on this podcast like we even though we want this to be a conversation we talk differently. Because we know we're mm-hmm. being we're recording oh, so yes. that we, well, so that we can release this. But I I feel like you because just you know that <laughs> if we
1: talk the way we normally do, it would not be appropriate for public consumption.
0: No, it would not. It would be it would be very bad. And we don't. And I I mean we said too much. I I don't even know what people are thinking about what the things we talk about. <laughs> What? Oh. Anyway.
2: It's raining. Let's get to
0: the oh. <laughs> like, special subscriber. Everybody can't get that. You, know, can you know, just text a
1: little bit extra for that podcast. Oh, Okay, <laughs> we had to charge them for that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yes, the bonus content is yes. <laughs> behind <laughs> the paywall
0: <laughs> this week. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, man. but. Oh. Literally, back to the serious question <laughs> so Adrian, like how like what was that i mean like is was that is it just, is it not even a thought for you like what was that
2: man what are you saying is it not a thought <laughs> oh my god it is like i said i mean even while writing this piece of course i could have went deeper you know what i'm saying like it was mm-hmm. already over two thousand words you know i only use a few anecdotes of examples of how black men have blessed me in my life. I only use a few. And I wouldn't even mm-hmm. say I wouldn't even say that they were probably the best few, to be honest, but I just had to cut it off. You know, I couldn't just go too deep. I couldn't go too long. And I, you know, I cried while, you know, I teared up at writing some parts of this, you know, because you know, I'm in my as I'm writing, my mind is going down those avenues of how it happened and going to those deeper feelings, the things that I'm not talking about. Um, mm-hmm. so it's something I definitely have to think about while writing, right? Because I can't get too deep. I can't say too much. You know, not even for this one piece now because this might be a series. You know, It might turn into something I might be able to go deeper on the next piece or give a different perspective somewhere else. But So I had to be careful about how far, you know. But I would say while writing it, um, I feel like, you know, a good first draft, you kind of just write what comes and then you edit, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I didn't really have to edit too much. There's some things I did there's certain things I put in there that I feel like were too much that I took out um certain details that I took out that I feel like maybe weren't unnecessary or maybe too much um but I mean I feel like Erica Badu said this and I say this every time I submit a piece I have to tell myself like you know keep in mind I'm an artist and I'm sensitive <laughs> about my shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: like I have to get myself ready like you know getting this job like um shout out to Shema By- uh, Bayron. Who was um the journalist here from New York that worked for Jackson Press. I love her and she inspired me so much. She is so dope. She's in Ohio now. Um, she worked with us for a little while. But I had to call her, like one of my first times submitting my very first piece, my love letter to Jackson to my editor, I was a wreck. I'm like, man, like, you know, how do you how do you handle as an artist or as a writer sending your stuff over, knowing the editor's gonna chop it up? Like, mm-hmm. ain't no telling what it's gonna be when you get it back. She was like, Asia, like this is something we all deal with you just have to like you know deal with it positively and just understand that you're writing for this is this is a person that has experience in editing they're going to edit it the way that it should be edited and just not take it personally and so every time i write something it's it's definitely on my mind and this this piece i wrote it a week before it was actually published. and so cj you know couldn't get a round to it right away, and so I'm like, I had to leave a pen, and I couldn't just publish it on the site. I had to wait. Mm. And so I'm like, looking at every day, I'm like, man, he needs to, to publish this, Why I change it, because like, <laughs> they're waiting for that. Like, the more I kept reading it, the more naked I felt. I was like, oh, why aren't you writing this? Oh, God, no. Take it back. But I didn't change it. I only edited it, you know, and he published it. Um, but yeah, I, I will also say the vulnerability, so that's during writing, but after it, I don't think I really realized how vulnerable I really was until after I in it and people started reading it. Um, mm-hmm. it's like, man, it was real personal. Like I talked about my love life and you know, mm-hmm. like I put my feelings out there and it was um nerve-wracking, <laughs> to say the least. Um, I really wasn't expecting to feel as open as I felt afterward. Like I said, I feel like this week my heart is just now starting to kind of close up and I wrote it July fourth, and so <laughs> it's kinda of mm-hmm. take me a few weeks to like kinda of close my heart back up because I feel so exposed after it. So yes. It's definitely um, something that it's hard, I feel like, every time. But um, as an artist and as a person that's trying to be used as a vessel of God and trying to be used, um, everything he's given me is not mine, right? So I just can't keep it to myself. I have to, you know, not be afraid. And I can be afraid, but be brave, be courageous, and just let it out because it's not mine to begin with. So I have to just keep that in mind, tell myself, don't snap out. You know, somebody don't like it, you know. Okay. Just because you're an artist, just that you made it, that you feel this way, just give it away. Just give it away. No. Oh but yes. I love that. My anxiety was through the roof. It was I can't imagine like being famous. Like, <laughs> oh my God.
1: Asia, you'd better get accustomed to feeling <laughs> yeah, <that's-> famous. <laughs> yes. Know, right? it happened.
0: yes. 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 And I Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride your coattail, Asia. I'm gonna be like I'm be right there. I'm be by, right there behind you. Oh, for
2: sure. Yeah. Thank you.
0: But I, I mean, um, you know, the, that yeah, that the idea of that. I should say, um, just a peeping a little more into our friendship. <clears throat> a when Facebook was a new thing, like around 2007, 2006, <laughs> when um, we started going to college, and and um, and Adam, you were probably towards the end or middle. Yeah,
1: I- I got Facebook my senior year of college. <laughs> right. yes. I, I'm 35 now. Yeah, yeah we're all millennials. I'm so old. <laughs> yes. I'm always the oldest person in the room. <laughs> that, that is,
0: well, as that a teacher, a yeah. What'd you say, Asia? So
1: this is this is
2: Adam's last year being considered a young adult. 35. <laughs> six. That's the. That's when
1: it stops yep. at 36 <laughs> what am i at 36 middle-aged aged. oh no, no you have to be 40 before you're, <laughs> you're middle-aged you're just an adult you won't be a young adult you're just be an
0: adult okay all you're right six, yeah okay before you i'll be adult, an adult but
1: not a middle-aged adult between 36 <laughs> and 39 you're just sort of in this amorphous area Okay. <laughs> well, all right. fifty is middle age, so you got thirty six to
2: forty nine. Yeah,
0: forty nine. I thirty nine. For, oh, 49, Okay. You yeah. think?
1: Okay, so you think once you reach fifty, that's old age?
2: No, it is middle age. Middle oh.
1: age is fifty, right? Oh, middle age is fifty. Okay, so thirty six to forty nine is what? Is adult. Just just, oh, adult. just adult. No you're adjective. You're not a
2: young adult. <laughs> you're an adult now. You're a full grown man all the oh. way. No little, no In your young. Prime. No In your old, prime. no young. I love it. All right.
1: In a few months, I won't be young, but at least I won't be old. Yes, that's true. You
2: still a young man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh, oh, we need but, to focus. I was,
0: it's okay. This is. I mean, this is a conversation, right? I mean, I was by. I was going off topic a little bit, but I want to say two things. Then we need to get to the your friend because Adam has a friend. But I want to say this really quick. Oh. Asia Asia would text me and Asia would say, "Phil, you need to go reread your Facebook status." I because- did. <laughs> you you did it all the time. You would do it all the time. You would do it and I mean, but that like that's how much of a friend you were. Like you didn't just let me look stupid on Facebook because I, you know, didn't didn't spell a word right or yeah 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 yeah. i mean but but also asia would asia would read my like the my the papers that i did do asia would proof those for me and so like you i mean so like i like i'm saying you have always been a writer like i know I, i i'll just be honest i i send stuff to adam i send wendy my wife is really is really good on the on the writing thing and so like um so you you've like you were probably one of the first people like though outside of my family that you know and that's that, that was another testament of your friendship to me, but but yeah,
2: but I know but, all, but I did no that I and mean, that sounds
0: like something I would do. No, cool. yeah, you definitely yeah. text me. <laughs> you would see me, about, you would read the status and be like, cool. what, what are you what's saying? Going up? Yeah, <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, And I, and I needed that. It was helpful. It has been, it has been helpful. I'm, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just starting to kind of come over that anxiety, get over that anxiety for writing. But, um, but so thank you for that. But you, you have a friend there and we mentioned your dog, but your dog's name is Chloe. Is is Chloe around?
2: She was did you see her? She was she's been
0: all through the, the- She's yes. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. This is
1: I mean it's it's reason for our listeners to check out the YouTube video of this, if it for is. no other reason than to see Chloe.
0: Yeah. Adam, where's your, where's B? And B, Adam has a dog.
1: B, come here, girl. Come. <laughs> she's sort of looking at me like, Why do you ask me to get off the floor? Come
0: here. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay. She she's on over.
0: Okay, she's taking the time. Come
1: here. This is so interesting. This this part of the podcast is really interesting in the audio only version. Yes, it will, <laughs> it will be. Call after our
0: dog. It will be. there's B, and she doesn't oh, have a.
2: Oh, is she a pet? Oh my gosh!
1: Yes, she yeah. is a pet. Isn't she gorgeous?
2: She's so pretty. Yes, what's
1: her
2: name? B. A B? One. Yes, Bee. Like a honeybee. B. E. Oh my gosh, she's yeah. beautiful. Hey, B. Yeah. Oh, I want a blue pit so bad. Or a chocolate one. I've always, you know, Chloe, oh, yeah, I love
1: you, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you're uh, not the dog I want. I love you, but you're not the dog, dog I want. I Don't think oh. you're sick. Well, Asia, we end every podcast with two recurring segments. Um, Would you be game for playing along with our final two segments?
2: Sure, why not? Let's go.
1: All right, awesome. Well, the first is Current Events Corner, where we all just very briefly talk about something that has happened in the news in the past week that we can't stop thinking about. So phil what's your current event
0: okay so i'm gonna to, to share two really quick so first um you know like the we've been we've been losing a lot of people due to coronavirus um mm-hmm. and um we lost john lewis um yeah. this week and uh that has been kind of you know just realizing the impact that people have um, is is amazing, Asia. You referenced Simone, uh, Nina Simone in your your writing, and so just the people um, that we have, and then the people that like uh, the, again the, the heritage that we have in, in American and as African Americans. Um, I don't know. I'm, I do you do you he- Adam? Do you hear me? I can hear you, Phil. Okay. I don't know. Asia says she can't hear me.
2: <clears throat> and I can hear you. It's just where you got real
0: low. Got oh, yeah, real low. Okay, I didn't change anything, but I'll say this really quickly. So we, so we get get to everyone else. Me and Wendy are supposed to be traveling, um, and so this is our oh. first time. Where are you yeah. going? I'm going. I'm gonna be going to Alabama. I'm gonna be going home. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be traveling, and so that um, it's kind of a big deal especially right now. So, yeah. I, I'll tell you about it whenever we get back. So, next. I guess who 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 wants to go next?
2: Is that
0: your the current event? Yeah. yeah. That, those I think I
2: should go last.
1: You want that's to go true. last? <laughs> All I right. So. Well, I'll go next. And, um, Phil, thank you for, for making sure that we um, mentioned john lewis i think you know really tragic passing last mm-hmm. last speaker during mlk's march on washington who was still alive so mm. definitely something that w- uh, worth mentioning in yeah. this episode especially right yeah. um, so i i think you know i too am um, <whistles> oh, oh oh someone's here you can hear me she's getting <laughs> real excited um i am the coronavirus pandemic is still pretty pretty uh uh it's at the forefront of my mind um, and i just this headline um i subscribe to the washington post and so i have their app invo- uh, installed on my phone and i still have the push alerts for breaking news enabled uh. And I think that I might just need to turn those off in order for the news not to ruin my day. I'm just going to read this headline as it was pushed to me by the Washington Post, and then I'm going to be done. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Here's the headline. Trump administration pushing to block new money for testing, tracing, and CDC in upcoming coronavirus relief bill. Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. I think I don't think there's an explanation needed for that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woo! All right,
2: Asia, how about you? Just eel, eel. I don't say I wanna do my trunk fingers and just say eel <laughs> to the federal leadership and even a lot of our state leadership. Mm. I am disgusted. <laughs>
1: disgusted. I think that that is, ah, oh, Asia. That's the word I've been looking for.
2: And that's all I can say. I, I when, when when I see the headlines, I'm just I'm disgusted. That's all. That's all I have left. I don't have anything else. Just I'm just I'm just disgusted.
1: So yes. anyway, it's embarrassing, really, it's isn't embarrassing. it? It's so. I mean, how can the rest of the world have gotten? is under control. Like oh, it's just crazy. Uh, <laughs> Okay, wait, I, I can't talk about it. I'm sorry. I can't talk about it.
2: It makes me so upset. <laughs> it, makes, it makes me so upset. Like I this is why I just have to just some things you just gotta just scroll on, you know, just do it for mm-hmm. yourself. Okay. You know yes. I love to read so much the next person. I pretty much catch every new article. I got all the subscribe to all the head the news stations or whatever all my own personal podcasts it's constant information but sometimes you just gotta
1: cut that off just just leave it alone put on your mask and turn off the news (laughs) 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 all right asia our final segment every week is what did we learn
0: so oh, Asia didn't we... tell her Asia didn't tell her her current Oh event. I'm so
1: sorry, Asia. I interrupted you. Oh, it's okay. I and mean, I feel like maybe my disgust comment could have been enough.
2: Um
1: <laughs> but... I get, yeah, I guess that's what I thought. Yeah, it's <laughs> Asia when she thinks about current events. Disgusted. <laughs> Disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Asia, what is your real current event?
2: Uh, let's see. There's been so much drama going on. I wanna pick something juicy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh...
2: See, um i will say recently um what's on the forefront of my mind is the whole um nick cannon um situation with him being fired from by time and um him his cum, his answer. ouch don't just bit me just leave me alone she wants to go outside <laughs> she go
0: wants to play with you she's trying to get wow. your attention
2: <laughs> like she but I mean, she knows how to bite me like she does it so soft she's got that little piece of skin
0: oh wow <laughs> She's oh, really she's ready to really go. Cute. Tell, her, tell her we're almost done. Tell her <laughs> no, we're almost we just, done.
2: Filthy <laughs> peasant. That's how she looks at me. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> she does. like She has a stick uh. on my chest and she like holding her neck all the way up. Like, she's real diva. It's just ridiculous. Anyway. Uh. So, I will. I mean, just the, the whole fiasco. I would say, you know, um, it's on the forefront of my mind because, number one, I have to do a lot of my own research to gather my own deeper understanding. Um, that's like the second confirmation I've had to be more... Um, become more versed in Jewish history, just mm. across the centuries, um, you know, deeper than the Holocaust. And also watching, um, what was it, Takers? Is it Takers on um, uh, Amazon Prime? I really love that, but it was about um, Jewish vigilantes, you know, killing Nazis. So that movie, oh, yes. that show, wow. mm-hmm. and this has really confirmed, that. it's some books I need to read to get my understanding. But as far as just overall, I just wanna leave the message that we just have to do better with, especially in the black community, we just can't cancel each other. Like we need to Mm. have conversations. And I would just say a lot of, even a lot of current events, I have the same thing with the whole Jada and Will thing. Um, It's like, we just, we have our own narratives about things and we don't even have all the details. We just go off on tangents and put all these things and all these words into the atmosphere against these people that we don't know. And it's just, it's been annoying for me to see. Yes. Um, just the conversation and the mindset, just this whole thing, just all, all, the, all of the, uh, the current events that's happening amid coronavirus, just the overall theme is just people are exposing themselves, mm-hmm. exposing their hearts, exposing their minds. And it has been, wow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been interesting from, from every level. I feel like it covers everything. Like this time is really exposed a lot. Um, it's, it's it makes it both exciting time and a terribly scary time. But
0: I'll stop there. there. So, Adam, would you, would you like to say what you learned? Oh, I we would, sh- yes. Gonna, what
1: did we learn this week? Well, I mean, uh, very briefly, for the sake of time, and sticking with the theme of this podcast, I loved how, when, we, when you asked Asia how she got into writing, she talked about those early experiences and how formative uh her her teachers were and so asia thank you for inspiring all of us educators out there with the knowledge that yes although we may not see it today we may not Mm. see it tomorrow we are having an impact on our own students yes for sure yeah how about you phil what did you learn
0: i think i learned um just like the importance of uh, Asia, you were talking about how you know just trying to dig in. i com- commented on that earlier, but I think that was really impactful. Like you know, what are the what are the skills you have? You know, what is that? What is that thing you maybe you were doing but you stopped doing, and that can provide room for you. I think that's really good. Mm-hmm.
1: And Asia did you learn anything from us and it's okay if the answer is no y'all didn't say anything worthwhile
2: whatever I I learned a few things I learned well from Adam first. I mean you just telling me how um, you were able to kind of just get this peek inside of our world inside of my world and how mm-hmm. you learned from that and you just wanted to take it in like that that's um, something that, that's a new perspective for me that I didn't have um, for what my writing can be Yes. um and i mean just this overall interview the fact that i mean you know the field asked me to be on it like I, I didn't i didn't think that i would be That something i would write would spark this type of conversation you know mm-hmm. or spark any conversations um mm-hmm. i learned that and um also i some things about myself like it's, you actually asked some questions that i hadn't really had to answer um or that no one's asked me especially about you know what my inspirations for writing is like I've had to think about all those things and I know answering those questions make me a better writer um mm. having this experience with y'all makes me a better writer and makes me more comfortable with the gifts that God has that he's given me um even with being on camera and being on podcasts and things I think that's where he's trying to get me to be so mm. um thank you guys for uh, opening your hearts to me and your minds to me and opening up your platform to me I am taken it I am you know, just completely humble by, by
0: all of it. So thank you. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you, Asia. And, yes. you know, Asia, you talk about the conversations that your writing has sparked. I'm just going to say again to our listeners, go <clears throat> check out An Ode to Black Men by Asia Wiggins. It's on Black with No Chaser. And there is a link to it in the show notes. Yes. And then after you've had a chance to read it, have a conversation with the people you love because it will provoke a lot of thought. Yeah.
2: And I just want to say shameless plug, blackwithnochaser.com. They do also sell merchandise. Hit that up. Please follow them on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, blackwithnochaser. There's a lot of good information on there. They have a lot of good podcasts, a lot of good um, content. So check them out. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. Yeah. A-Z-I-A, Wiggins, on Facebook. That's my first and last name. Instagram is VirtuousBeauty88. And on Twitter, it's Mahaba. That's M-R-A-H-A-B-A-88 on Twitter. Awesome. So yeah, feel free to email me. You can email me at asiawiggins at yahoo.com. Um if you want to check out anything I written for Jackson Free Press, you can just Google me or go to Jackson Free Press website. It'll pull up everything I've written. Feel free to email me, man. Any type of questions, concerns, whatever. I'm with it. So hit me awesome. up.
1: Awesome asia thank you thank you thank you yes thank you
0: thank
1: man you.
0: Thank this man. was fun I'm glad you enjoyed it
1: we had a good time too we did. <laughs> we did. yeah all right well then dear listeners i will say bye for now adios peace